Keep calm and carry on. <laughs> Keep traumatized and carry on. Hello, I'm Carla Shoher, and I'm so excited for you that you're here making time for yourself. Welcome to Time to Unlearn, a podcast for all those of you, of us, incredible cycle-breaking humans who are healing from trauma and narcissistic abuse. A journey about understanding who you are and why you are the way you are, and about receiving the support that you deserve to heal your inner wounds, both in the mind and body. On this episode, we're going to discuss what trauma is not. I wanted to talk about this because there are great misconceptions around the word trauma, both in our society and across the professional field of mental health. And I want to bring clarity to this important topic, which affects so many of us, both directly and indirectly. But first of all, before we start, I want you to remember that you can start to live the life you have always deserved, feeling good enough, important, lovable and worthy because you are and it is possible. Okay, let's get into this episode. The word trauma has become a bit of a trendy word, so it's overused, misused and widely misunderstood. As a result, there are several incorrect preconceived ideas floating around this topic, which create a lot of judgment and stigma. And so there's a lot of criticism, shame and pain. And this leads people to feeling stuck. We feel isolated, like there's something wrong with us and that you're weird and you're the only one with your problem and that you shouldn't feel bad the way you do because maybe you had a great childhood and nothing big or shocking has ever happened in your life. And so you think you should be able to feel okay and you shouldn't be struggling or in pain the way you are. You haven't experienced trauma. You're not carrying any unprocessed trauma. And this holds so many people back from healing because they think, what's wrong with me? You feel a sense of shame and guilt for being and feeling like you do, as if you don't have a right to feel this way. And then you don't know where to go, where to start to get help and to feel better. This all happens because of three biggest misconceptions around the word trauma, which are that one, there are big traumas and little traumas. Two, that trauma is an event, typically a big shocking one. And three, that trauma is uncommon and only some people have experienced trauma. So I want to start by looking at the official definition of trauma and the types of trauma that I've recognised. The Oxford Dictionary's definition of trauma is this. Noun, a physical injury or wound or a powerful psychological shock that has damaging effects. Trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Emotional shock following a stressful event or physical injury, which may lead to long-term neurosis. And the synonyms given here are shock, upheaval, distress, stress, strain, pain, anguish, and so on. The word trauma originates from 17th century Greek language, and it literally translated as wound. And that's exactly what trauma is, a psychological wound. And although these wounds are invisible, they are deeper and much more painful than any physical wounds that we can see bleeding. Trauma is a term we use to describe the challenging emotional consequences that living through a distressing event can have for an individual. Traumatic events experienced early in life, such as abuse, neglect and disrupted attachment, can often be devastating into adult life. Highly stressful experiences that feel like are out of our control can equally be challenging even later in our life. 
Things like a serious accident, being the victim of violence, living through a natural disaster or a war or a sudden unexpected loss. And when thoughts and memories of the traumatic event don't go away or get worse, they lead to post-traumatic stress disorders, which seriously disrupt our ability to regulate our emotions and to maintain healthy relationships, both with ourselves and with other people. There are three main types of trauma that are officially recognised. Acute trauma, chronic trauma and complex trauma. Acute trauma results from a single stressful or dangerous incident. A recent car crash or a violent assault or a single traumatic event that happened in the past. A sexual assault, the death of a spouse or a child and again living through a natural disaster or a war. Chronic trauma happens due to a repeated and prolonged exposure to a highly stressful event. A chronic pattern like ongoing bullying, domestic violence, child neglect and other forms of child abuse. Complex trauma results from exposure to varied and multiple traumatic events over an extended period of time. Being in a narcissistic abusive relationship, for example, or growing up within a toxic family system. In these kind of situations, the environment you're in means that you're exposed to various types of abuse, which is traumatic. It can be emotional, psychological, physical and financial. When we experience high levels of stress and our nervous system cannot process it at the time because for whatever reason it is overwhelmed and cannot cope, the stress gets stuck in the body and it becomes trauma. We can then develop either simple or complex post-traumatic stress disorders. Experiencing a single traumatic event is most likely to lead to post-traumatic stress disorder. Whereas complex PTSD tends to result from long-term chronic trauma and it affects our ability to form and maintain healthy, trusting relationships. And when it's a child with complex trauma, we call it developmental trauma because the brain and the nervous system ability to properly grow and develop is affected. So generally speaking, when most people think of trauma, they'll instinctively think of something big, something severe, a one-time traumatic event like abuse, maybe an adult who experiences physical violence or a sexual assault. Or we think of a child whose basic needs are neglected because maybe their parents are drug addicts. Or someone witnessing something horrific and shocking like a shooting or someone being stabbed. Our minds will go to death, the grief of losing a terminally ill child, a close friend who dies in a car accident, or the loss of a parent for a child. Or mass deaths due to war, terrorist attacks, or natural disasters like fires, floods a tsunami, a tornado, and serious accidents that put someone in hospital needing an operation or a major surgery that requires a general anaesthetic. And maybe even having a parent who's an alcoholic or an addict or having parents who are constantly fighting because they're going through a separation or a divorce. But there are also a huge amount of not-so-obvious causes of trauma, Things that most of us in our society today, and even in my professional field actually, would not think of or recognise as potentially traumatic. Those kind of things that happen a lot and so they're not seen as such a big deal. Perhaps because more people experience them, they're more common. So they get diminished as little traumas or not even seen as traumas at all. 
things like minor car accidents, financial difficulties in the family, minor injuries and procedures. A parent who's always stressed, angry or emotionally absent or who's always late picking up or who breaks promises. Things like moving house or changing school, being bullied, whether that's at school or at work as an adult, not being picked for the team, not being invited to a party and being excluded, losing your beloved pet, being dumped by your boyfriend, girlfriend or a friend, harsh or unfair punishment by a parent or a teacher, the birth of a sibling or having a sibling that is favoured over you because they're smarter, better looking or more sporty than you, being left alone, feeling unloved and rejected or being judged or ostracised because of your sexual orientation, your race, your faith or simply your opinions. All of these and so much more can become trauma when your nervous system cannot process it at the time that it happens to you. But you know, the point here is that there is no such thing as big traumas and little traumas. Trauma is trauma. And that's because whether something becomes trauma and how it affects you is based on our own very personal experiences, our own perceptions, and our own individual nervous system's capacity and flexibility. That's why from the outside it's impossible and it is not fair to judge whether someone is traumatised or not or if something is traumatic for someone because the same event may absolutely be more traumatic for one person than it is for another. What gets stuck as trauma is totally dependent on our individual nervous system capacity and flexibility. For example, if you and I were in a car together and we had a car accident and we got out of the car accident and we were physically fine, no injuries, What might happen is that you're fine, you get back in the car, you know you're safe and there's no problems for you. But for me, having experienced the exact same event, I may be absolutely frightened of getting into the car. I may have panic attacks. I may develop post-traumatic stress disorder, have flashbacks. I may not want to get back in the car either as a driver or a passenger. Trauma has a snowball effect The more unprocessed, unhealed trauma we carry, the more challenges and stressful events get stuck as trauma. The more we haven't processed stressful or traumatic experiences, the more we struggle to process anything else challenging that happens in our life. Like in the car accident example, my nervous system might have been completely overwhelmed at the time that car accident happened and it affected me. Your nervous system was flexible and had capacity to handle that challenge and you were fine. We can never compare experiences in this as we never know what's going on in someone's nervous system which is completely invisible to the outside world and actually often to ourselves as well. Both our traumas and our nervous system are invisible. So how could we ever possibly know or judge what someone should or shouldn't be able to handle or feel? That's why we can never be judged based on our behaviours and how we react. And we should also refrain from judging others, ourselves. Trauma is personal. It is subjective. Dr. Gabor Mate explains it best when he says, Trauma is the invisible force that shapes our lives. It shapes the way we live, the way we love, and the way we make sense of the world. 
It is the root of our deepest wounds. Having spoken about definitions, the types of trauma, and the obvious and less obvious causes of trauma, what I would like to do next is to share with you what trauma is not. I want to clarify the second biggest misconception, which is that trauma is an event. Trauma is not the event or the person per se. It is our perception, our interpretation, and our subjective experience of the event, and what we tell ourselves about that particular event. The trauma is the story and the negative self-beliefs that we form about ourselves because of the stressful event or person. When we look at something and instead of interpreting it as this happened to me and instead our brain says this happened because of me, that's the trauma. For example, as a child you were playing, having fun, jumping around, singing, playing and you were told off by your parent and told to be quiet and go to your room. You may have interpreted that at that time as I got shouted at and got rejected and told to go away because when I'm me and I'm having fun, I'm not lovable. Or maybe as an adult, you applied for a job promotion and you didn't get it and one of your colleagues got it instead and you interpreted that to mean that you're not good enough, you're not worthy. And again, Dr. Mate explains it best with his now famous quote, trauma is a psychic wound that hardens you psychologically, that then interferes with your ability to grow and develop. It pains you and now you're acting out of pain. It induces fear and now you're acting out of fear. Trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside you as a result of what happened to you. Let me repeat that. Trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside of you as a result of what happened to you. So now hopefully we understand what trauma actually is, not the event, and what causes it, and why we cannot judge people because we can never know what they're carrying in their nervous system as unhealed trauma. It's invisible. What I want to address now is the last of the biggest misconceptions I mentioned right at the start of the episode, which is that only some people have or will experience trauma in their lives. And I'm also going to tell you how trauma affects us, the manifestations of trauma and human behaviours, which you might recognise in yourself and other people, so that you can start figuring out what happened to you. And if you need help to access, process and release some stuck trauma from your invisible inner system so that you can start to live and thrive as you're meant to in your life. Are you ready? It is absolutely not true and it actually couldn't be further from the truth that only some people have or experience trauma. We all have trauma. It can happen in childhood, when we're adults, at any time. We all experience situations in our life that are so highly stressful at times that our nervous system just can't cope with it. You are at full capacity and there is no room for flexibility to handle a particular challenge. Your nervous system gets stressed instead of stretched. So then the stress hormones that are produced and flood our body in these moments get literally stuck in our bodies. And stuck stress hormones in the body equals trauma. It means we carry stuck trauma capsules in the fascia, which is that fibre that wraps around all of our organs and muscles. That's where trauma is stored. It's not just in the mind, it's in your body. And that's why we cannot think or talk ourselves out of trauma. We have to work somatically in the body too, 
we have to go to work in the deeper subcortical parts of the brain to heal from trauma. Childhood and adult trauma affects our brain physiologically. Parts of it actually change size due to overwhelm. And don't worry, thanks to the incredible neuroplasticity of our brain, we can repair this and rewire our nervous system. And please don't worry, because we will cover these topics in more depth. I will talk about all of this, explaining in more detail in future episodes and over the course of the healing journey we're sharing here on Time to Unlearn. So now you know how trauma is so misunderstood in our society today and how it creates so much judgment, shame, criticism and pain. And as a trauma psychologist, I want to tell you that if you're struggling in your life, yet nothing big has ever happened to you, it does not mean that you don't have a right to feel the way you do. And it also doesn't mean you have never experienced trauma in your life. We are taught to be strong, to deal with our emotions by being stoic often dismissing, swallowing, pushing down and suppressing and even diminishing both our own feelings as well as those of other people. When we do this, what it actually means is that the experiences that hurt us in life remain unprocessed and stay stuck in our bodies. Our nervous system stays stuck in survival mode and we live with this constant underlying agitation or we shut down. And we just carry on while the overproduction of stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, norepinephrine keep flooding our bodies and eventually cause us physical illness and disease. And we will talk more about this too. Our general and too common attitude to our own trauma makes me think of the classic British slogan for dealing with life. Keep calm and carry on. (laughs) Keep traumatised and carry on? It's insanity. It makes us ill and it really does not have to be this way. And when we continue to not address our unhappiness, not wanting to open our own Pandora box of past pain, not only do we exist and die never having actually lived, but we also then unintentionally pass it down the next generations. Epigenetic research currently shows that unhealed trauma is passed down for up to seven generations. Trauma is trauma, and unless it's processed in the body, we carry it usually with heavy consequences in our life, which can manifest, and you may be experiencing as, low self-worth, toxic relationships, self-sabotage, ADHD, procrastination, codependency, OCD, addictions, ruminating thoughts, self-harm, eating disorders, promiscuity, anxiety, depression, suicidality, and so much more. So please know that you have a right to feel how you feel, and there is nothing wrong with you. All it means is that you are human. Whatever happened in your life was never because of you. It happened to you, and you're not weak. Your nervous system is driving, and it needs to be healed, because you have a birth-given right to feel better and to live happy. We all do. Okay, let's take a deep breath together now and let all of that sink in. Whether you're at home or on the go, thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much because your own healing is healing for the world. If you find this show helpful, please hit that follow or subscribe button. 
It does absolute wonders for the show because more people can find time to unlearn organically, which means that you're helping me in my mission to reach as many people as we possibly can to help them heal. And all of us together, we create a huge ripple effect of healing into the world. And what else can be better than that? If you have any questions about anything we've talked about, please drop me a line at podcast at carlashohet.com. I read every email I get. And whether you have an idea or a suggestion for a new episode, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you, I'll always love to hear from you. I'm Carla Shohet, and I'll see you on the next episode.